economic update. My name is Sean Morgan. I'm the host of Sean Morgan Report over on AMP News. I'm here with Dr. Kirk Elliott. So Kirk, I got your email newsletter. Uh, you put out a lot of interesting information about the tr true story about Yeah, so sorry, you're a little bit inner bad internet connection. So I'm just going to talk because I heard the gist of what you wanted to say, right? But, but so how in the world could we have um, declining inflation on the consumer price index for like literally five months straight, right? Our wallets tell us something different. We go to the grocery store, we go to the gas pumps. It's like, things aren't cheap. Things aren't getting cheaper five months in a row. Something's not right. Right. So so what is that something that's not right? Well, the, the research just came out like three, four days ago about the strategic oil reserves. Now, this is an interesting one because you start connecting the dots. It's like, oh, light will go on. It's like I get it. Right. So so the strategic oil reserves are basically what that was exactly that strategic oil reserves for the country should be utilized during times of war. So if you go to war, you, you always have enough fuel for the planes, for the tanks, for the machinery, everything else, right? But but Biden's been like dumping it, just getting rid and using the strategic oil reserves. So if you were to look at it on a chart, Sean, it looks like a mountain, right? Imagine the chart and it's going, it's got these humps, and it's going up and up and up and we've got all the strategic oil reserves. And then like if you're a hiker going on this mountain path, you get to the top of the mountain and say, it's over. I'm jumping off the cliff, right? And it's like the, the chart would just show free fall down as you jump off the cliff. This is what the strategic oil reserves look like. It's an absolute free fall because Biden's got rid of almost all of it. So we have to ask this question, which is how much do we actually use oil for? Well, the answer is like everything, right? I mean, literally everything. You use it for gas in your cars. Even if you have an electric car, really fancy one, 100% electric like a Tesla, what's the plastic dashboard made out of? Well, petroleum products. How about the rubber tires? Well, again, petroleum products and oil, right? How about the gears, the, the grease lube and the gears for the electric engines? Well, oil, right? Or what if you buy an, an organic cotton shirt like this one, right? It's like, well, the loom that made it has gears and, and moving parts that have oil in it. I mean, everything has oil in it, right? So so as the price has dropped free fall over the last five months, you know, so is the price of manufacturing for everything. So this is how Biden can say, we've won the war on inflation. Look, CPI keeps coming down. But it's it's a magic trick, right? It's not really come down because our wallets are telling us it's not. So here's where... I believe inflation is going to rear its ugly head again. It's going to get bad and really bad because now that you have to replenish those oil reserves with the real cost of oil, you know, currently the price of everything is going to go up. We saw that on the consumer price index just recently, it started to dip up again. You know, it started to go up in, in the wrong direction for, for the authorities at in power right now. They don't want it to go up because that tells us, We've lost the war on inflation, but our messaging and our rhetoric, rhetoric has been, we've won this war on inflation, right? But they haven't. They simply have not. So inflation is going to persist. Consumer price index is going to keep going up. 
True inflation, which is truly at over 20% right now, unofficially, that's going to keep going up. It's like, oof. So no wonder you've got the Fitch's rating agency that downgraded U.S. Treasuries from AAA to AA+, because they look at two things, Sean. They look at when they make a rating. I mean, they look at more factors, but these are the two biggies. How much debt do you have and do you have the ability to pay it off? That's what the rating agency is looking at. So when they downgrade, they say, well, boy, America, you got too much debt and you're probably not going to pay it off. So therefore, we've got to downgrade it, right? So what I'm more concerned about is not necessarily the Fed raising rates. I'm more concerned about an actual market adjustment, you know, globally, people saying we're not going to invest in in treasuries because the yield isn't high enough, given that you've got a credit downgrade. So the market naturally is going to raise rates in addition to the official rate increases. And I think it's lights out. But I, I think that's absolutely lights out because when Jerome Powell, chairman of the Fed, says we've won the war on inflation, we're going to probably have one more price increase in September for, for interest rates, but then we can pause for a while. The whole concept of pausing, I think, just got kicked out the window, right? Because you lower the credit score of the United States. We're supposed to be the world's reserve currency. We should have the greatest credit score that we can, but we don't anymore, right? So just like if you were to buy a house, you want a big, fancy, big FICO score, right? So you get a low rate, you know, maybe 800 plus. Right. But but if you had 650 FICO score, it's like, dude, John, you, you can't get a house from this mortgage lender. You, you get your, your credit score stinks. We're going to have to raise rates on you. This is the same thing that United States is facing with that credit downgrade is raising rates to entice foreign capital to invest in our treasuries. Without that, we're toast because we just have to print our way out of everything. Well, Putin may have done just that, made us toast. Right. Because. Because for, I don't even know how long it's been, Sean, maybe six months, you and I have been talking about this BRICS meeting that happens in two weeks on August 22nd, how they're going to announce their their BRICS currency and it's going to be backed by gold. Even the Russian embassy posted that officially a little over a month ago. It's like, we're excited about the BRICS currency that's going to be backed by gold. You don't have to speculate what they said. That's what they said, right? So- now, though, over the last three or four days, Putin has basically done an about face, just like completely different. And he said, hmm, we might not be ready for a common currency in the BRICS nations. Um, and why would he say that? I mean, I, I don't know what to think of what Putin says, right? Either he's telling the truth, he's telling a lie, he's trying to misdirect, he's trying to accomplish something and make themselves look better. I don't know. Right. But but his proposal is this. All the countries in the BRICS nation, since they're not ready for a BRICS common currency that's backed by gold, central bank digital currency. How about in the meantime, all BRICS countries trade back and forth with each other in their own currencies, not the U.S. dollar. Right. So so if we have 73 percent of the world's population that has a currency that's backed by gold, what's that going to do to gold? It'll go through the roof. So will silver. Silver will actually outperform like it does. Now, what if Putin gets his way and follows down the footsteps of India, 
and says, we're not going to support this, this BRICS common currency for whatever reason. Well, then all of that demand that goes to all those other currencies trading back and forth with each other, not the U.S. dollar, kills the U.S. dollar market overnight, like literally overnight. And then we're going to be forced to print our way out of it, which causes inflation, which causes what? Gold and silver to go up, except just faster, right? So because it's immediate. It's an immediate um, loss of world's reserve currency status when 73% of the population is now trading in something of the global population is trading in something right. other than the U.S. dollar. It's a supply, supply and demand issue. So mm-hmm. less demand for dollars and more demand for gold or perhaps another currency. 100%. Right. So either way, to me, it's like the way that we allocate into strength, into tangible assets is a way to protect and preserve and grow and thrive no matter what happens at the BRICS meeting, whether what we think is going to happen, they're going to announce their currency backed by gold, or whether they do, you know, about face on that and say, we're not quite ready for it technologically or for whatever reason. And, but we're going to follow in Russia's example and their footsteps and their recommendation and trade with each other in our own currency, not the US dollar, right? Even from the way that, that Putin said it, even if you're trading with the United States, you're not using the US dollar. Let's just squash them, right? So this is a political move like economic warfare 101. Reduce the demand for your opponent's currency and you ultimately win the game because they're forced to either go out of business or print their way out of it. Either one of them is not good for the country, which happens to be America. Well, with this meeting just two weeks out, it seems like this is an action time for people instead of waiting around to see what happens with global politics to kind of get ahead of this. So how can people get a consultation to talk to your team about this? Simply two, two ways. You can go to kirkelliotphd.com with two L's and two T's forward slash badlands and just fill out a, a submission form that says, hey, I want to talk to one of your advisors, Kirk. Help me map out a strategy for success. Um, or you can simply give us a call, 720-605-3900. Say you heard from us on with Sean Morgan on Badlands, right? And then we'll actually set up an appointment that way with one of our advisors too. End result is the same. Either you submit the form or call us and we we set up an appointment to strategically map out an investment program that will take advantage of these trends rather than the trends taking advantage of you. That's awesome, Kirk. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you make these consultations available the two. You keep updated with us every week. God bless Kirk. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye for now.